My name is Bree, and I will be acting as Dungeon Master for this campaign. I'm Reverie Terribly, known as Rev. I'll be playing Noctradamus, a tiefling sorcerer. I'm Leliana, aka Laura, and I'm playing Rowan, an elf rogue. I'm Saki, or Rue. I'm playing Eddie, who is a water genasi druid. My name is Vixie B. I'm playing Frelholman Tenderheart Quothi Vime Tan, a seven-foot goliath bard and has two very sweet little emotional support dogs named alabaster and polywog upon investigating the soldiers they turned out to be a little bit alive but you quickly defeated them and reaped the feeling of being really cool because it was an awesome battle (laughs) i liked it it was great but it did leave you with a little bit of a question Why were they there? And why were they standing in front of this mysterious door with a giant padlock on it? Who does what? Well, I think last time, before we were rudely interrupted by these uh, suits of armor, Noct was going to the door to investigate it uh, because it had the weird writing over the top of it that said something about... I think I had, when the elf cries for mercy, fight cannot sustain. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) He's going to be standing in front of the door, sort of surveying it, looking for other weird stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, how about everybody uh, roll me an investigation check if they want to look at this door? I'll look specifically for, like, traps or anything on the door. What was that investigation? Because that was a bad roll. Can someone remind me how to play D&D? Same. <laughs> Roll a d20. Okay, investigation. I got an 18. I got an 18. Wow. Hey! I have 14. Okay, well, Noct rolled a 5. So can we say he's distracted by, like, maybe he's got a little tear on his robe from the fight, and he's like, oh, that's going to take... I'm going to have to fix that. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, everyone else is looking at the door, because... Also, also uh, don't forget that uh, Eddie still has their little tiny baby flame that they ignited in their hand before Knocked absolutely went bonkers on this <laughs> They just pull the hand full of fire out from behind Frill yeah. and is like, ah! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Can see! Okay, well, uh, looking at this door... It seems to have been carved out of the tree. And you don't find any strange traps on it. Just, you know, taking a look and like, oh, there's a lock. It's a big obnoxious lock. You're pretty sure that whoever invented this lock may have also invented the trap in the middle of the floor behind you. (laughs) Because it just looks... You're not sure that it needs a key. But it just looks like a it looks like a regular door. Doesn't doesn't seem to be weird in any way. Can we tell what it looks like the lock needs? If it doesn't look like it needs a key? Is it just for show? Is it just a door? Like maybe if you just pulled on it, it would pop open. Cause there's a hole where a key might go on a regular lock, but you can see the back of the lock. So it's just a hole. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Huh. Well, uh, I was gonna. I guess I was gonna look at everyone else because I, I assume that 
like Rowan and I are up there, like looking at it pretty closely. But it's like, does anybody else uh, see all of this going on? No security, no locks. Anyone? Perhaps the suits of armor were supposed to be the security. Yeah, it still seems a bit fishy. Well, I will put myself forward to test it out if you, if none of you are keen. Please. He like rolls off his sleeves. <laughs> Frel is going to take one tiny step backwards just to distance themselves a little bit, but still be like supportive. Just like moving nervously in the background. He's going to like rub his hands together, like pause with a hand next to the door, look around, and then just push it open and stand back. It doesn't open. The lock falls off. <laughs> but the door. Well. The door doesn't open. Good. I'm apparently full of surprises today. Try pulling it open. <laughs> you do that, Rowan steps forward. Sure. As soon as you get close to the door, um, I need everyone to roll me a perception check. Okay. Perception. 17. <laughs> oh, jinx. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't math. Hold on. I got a 23. Cuz it's the, it's the it's the d20 plus your bonus, right? Perception bonus, yeah. Yeah, what did, okay. What did Rowan get? I didn't hear. 12. Okay. Frill, you're the only one that notices that as Rowan goes to push open the door, the ring on her hand glows. Just just for a second. It might have been a trick of Eddie's Flame. <laughs> it might have bounced off of uh, Nox's ethereal light source person. <laughs> you can't be sure what you saw. But as soon as Rowan touches the door, it creaks open. Can I see anything inside? It's, I, like, I'll push it open enough that everyone can look inside. Um, there's no light source in here. So... Uh, the bit of ambient light that's coming off of the p- person. Where is the ethereal light? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, I I guess I could have because I might have had to um, de-summon right. him for because uh, it's a concentration spell. So I guess that he's gone away. My my vaguely humanoid form of lights. Oh, okay. So are you in pitch black? What what would you have done no, as soon I as it went out? I would have like resummoned him. Okay, I'm just because, I'm just like, making sure. I wouldn't want to be in the darkness all lit by Eddie's little candle. He <laughs> 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 could have been. No light for you then. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being such a snobby sorcerer. I'm like channeling knocked uh, <laughs> druid magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's not my fault he's horrible. <laughs> but I, mean, I, would have, I would have sent him to the back of the room, though. So if you do want to go forward with the druid magic, which should not be made fun of because druids are valid too, uh, you can go for it. I'm just digging a hole for myself. I love druids. I like that that was I like character judgment. <laughs> my favorite character that I ever played as a druid. So... <laughs> <laughs> The DM can attest I do not hate druids. Oh, look at that hole over there. Do you see it's getting deeper? Oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh. oh, all right. Um, you, you push the door wide open. Knocks. 
light source saunters in. It's not a very large room, maybe 20 feet by 15 feet. It appears to have been some sort of study because there is a dusty table, probably about this big, enough for you think maybe like a bottle of whiskey and drinking glasses because the feel of this room is very rich. It used to be very nice. There are two chairs on either side of the table that you can tell it's some sort of patterned silk, but it's faded over time. And there's a thick layer of dust over everything in this room. There are several bookshelves lining the walls covered in dust. There is a fireplace unlit covered in dust. Doesn't seem to be the smartest decision, seeing that this entire place was carved out of a tree, but you assume that if someone's using it, they probably had the magic to keep it contained and not from burning down around them. Um, there's a rug on the floor. It You can't tell what it was, but you're pretty sure there was some sort of pattern around the edges. It smells gross in here. It, it just smells oh, like... Nobody has opened a window in forever because there are no windows. So it's just been sitting here for ever. There is a there is a writing desk in the corner with many drawers on either side. That works. What do you do? Okay. So this room looks like it's been here for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Nock takes like a personal affront to the fact there was a room here that he didn't know about. So he thought he knew every <laughs> inch of this place. So he's going to sort of march in and start looking for clues as to who this room belonged to. Because how dared they hole up underneath him this whole time? I didn't know. All right. Um, sure. Uh, so, you can so make I guess it. over to the desk, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. There, uh, you can make an investigation check. Okay. I want to look at the books on the bookshelf. Okay. okay. I, I rolled a natural one. Okay. Oh, oh no. That is really mad. I'm He's not. really mad. <laughs> I was going to say, Eddie was going to go look at the carpet and see if they could, like, you know, check the pattern if, like, they could see any of it. But you carry on with that natural one. Unless you check the carpet and, and then knock it, and then on me over. Yeah. <laughs> That can have happened if it... Eddie <laughs> said, didn't really say a word, just picks up the edge of the carpet, not realizing Noctis stepped on it. <laughs> um, a layer of dust plumes up from the desk and you sneeze. <laughs> Good job, team. Um, who... Uh, Rowan wanted to make an investigation check on the books. Yeah, I want to see what kind of books there are. Okay. Let's find out. That's going to be good. 25. 25? Yeah. Holy hell. 18. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's an investigation. Yeah. Stepping up to the row of bookshelves, the first thing you noticed is that uh, there is a layer of dust on everything. Except... For in front of very specific books, it has at one point been wiped away and a new layer of dust has settled on top. So it isn't as thick as the dust surrounding the other books. Yeah. 
The second thing that you notice is that one of the bookshelves moves. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this is built with the same person who built those tra- that trap and that door. True, yeah. I'm not surprised. Not surprised, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so Eddie did, in fact, I guess, trip knocked. Oh, is that something that happened? <laughs> yeah, well, he sort of brushed himself off. If you can pretend you didn't see that, I would be uh, most appreciative. I promise nothing. Frell is gonna, Frell's like in the door. I don't know how big this, like, height-wise this room is also, so I don't know how looming they look in this room for you. <laughs> you, you would need to duck to get through the door, and it would kind of almost brush your head. <laughs> okay, so probably they have stepped just inside, and Frill, like, very quietly makes one giggle, but, like, then, because they <laughs> don't want to... If they don't want to embarrass him, but also they think it's very cute. So they go back to pretending that they're nervous, which they are, but like <laughs> pretending that's their main feeling right now. They're just like investigating the ceiling. Well, I would say his cheeks glow like very brightly purple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, he doesn't go red. He just sort of glows from the inside. So. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but like real talk though Eddie did want to investigate the carpet which <laughs> yes is- before we all got distracted <laughs> yeah. uh, what, did, what did you roll on the carpet investigation? an 18 alright uh, the pattern doesn't seem to be anything too important okay um, it's just a rug there's okay. nothing under it ah, sorry okay. that was going to be my no. question lift up the rug no, that's alright Eddie's <laughs> just going to like casually brush at the dust with their foot and then just keep smirking to themselves about the whole <laughs> mess. Unbelievable. <laughs> Since I failed spectacularly, can I then get up and go to the desk and maybe try and have a look at some stuff? Yes, that, that's I fine. I will help you if, if that helps. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, can, you can both rifle through the desk. Because uh-huh. Rowan would want to rifle through the desk before obviously pulling out those books to see if it moves, you know? Like, okay. let's not move. Rowan's like, I don't want to move on until I know we found everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I will say with Rowan... But Rowan also hasn't said anything yet. With Rowan's <laughs> help, uh, Nox, you can search this desk... But other than some empty quills, there's nothing here. Hmm. Oh. Okay. And there's nothing other, like, that. does that include the filing cabinet? In quotation marks? Yeah. In the, okay. <clears throat> you open all of the drawers. It's just yeah. dusty and empty. Okay. You, you would know to, like, run your fingers around the tops and on the insides and the bottoms looking for different secret panels. But there's, there's nothing, nothing in it. <clears throat> Rather dusty in here, isn't it? Yeah. Um... We should, uh, yeah. And I just walk back over to the bookshelf and kind of like try pulling out each book that seemed more recently touched. I just go for it. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, and as you pull them, they just slide out of their spots. You, okay. with your experience, may have been expecting them to like pull some kind of mechanism, but the books, you realize maybe they had just recently been moved. Um, Nocta, are you watching this? Yes. You would notice that none of these books are in common. Hmm. What are some of the titles? 
Like, I mean, uh, what sort of books are they? Like, yeah, general, yeah, yeah. subject-wise. <laughs> what, uh, what are your languages that you know? Uh, uh, Infernal, Celestial, Abyssal. But I also have um, Comprehend Languages as a spell that I can cast if I need to, to learn if it's not one of those. Okay. So there are... Do you read Elvish at all? I do. But Rowan does. Oh. Okay. You would need to point out for her to read it to you, but um, okay. the ones you can see, the first one is Rituals of the Horrific. <laughs> this is off to a great start. The second one <laughs> is Type. Cursed Constructs. Mm. The second one is Twisted Magic. Or that was the third. I'm holding up numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to let it slide, but you think. <laughs> The fourth one is Methods Instructions for Unbearable Revival. <laughs> the fifth one is, you think it's a rough translation from another language. It says, that idiot did these things. Please send help. Respond. Help quickly. Uh, undead around all of us. Help. Oh, That's dear. the title of the book. I mean, it might be a letter. You're not... Holy crap. Like somebody, somebody, somebody saved. saved. I can write that one down quickly. Um, so I'm just gonna write undead said help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess the, the, well, there's not that. The, Obviously, there's Rowan more. Thought this was gonna make the door. Oh, there's more. Yeah, yeah. the elvish one oh. says banishment upon performance of this rite. Ooh. And the last one is a language you're not too sure about, but if you sat down and maybe did a spell or something, you could figure it out. Okay, well, I'm going to do that then. Uh, comprehend languages? Mm -hmm. So you pick up the one that you were... Yeah, I have to be touching the surface of the words. Oh, good, so. then I guessed right. You picked up this tome, really. It's, it's thick and heavy, and it's textured leather. You think it's the skin of some beast, because... The scales on it are just massive. Hmm. And the title of this one, in Primordial, says, Appease the Hollow Soul, Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> also, Eddie... Always Volume 2. But yes, when... Volume 1. <laughs> Eddie also speaks and reads Primordial. Mm. <gasps> ah, okay. So uh, we've probably all congregated around this bookshelf. And we're reading each of the ones we know. And I guess, like, Noct is just going to look either side to whoever's standing next to him. <laughs> like, Yep. Well, <clears throat> that's interesting. And the space beside it, you would assume, is for volume one. <laughs> but it's empty. It's empty. Yeah. Do you, what do you do about these <laughs> horrific books that you've just found? This is most unusual. We do Are, not sanction this kind of study here at the College of Arcana. I think Eddie's just gonna kind of like look at this book with just the utmost curiosity because they are from a water colony. They don't see books written in Primordial very often. Um, and so I think that they're probably gonna just like gently like reach a hand over to knock and be like, may I? Oh, of course. Thank you. Uh, sort of leafing through. Um, is there anything like immediately pertinent other than 
bizarre, not great mumbo jumbo that would jump out to them? I would say for you to make an arcana check, and if Noct is going to look over your shoulder, also. Of course. Yeah, please. <laughs> Nothing this interesting has happened in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like horrified, but mostly kind of fascinated. The anger has gone away to, wait a second, what? Yeah. Uh, I'm noticing F all. I rolled an eight. <laughs> I'm reading a book. <laughs> okay. Is that, like, wow. Uh, was Nox higher or lower? Oh, shit. What did I have to... And for oh, Eddie... Natural 20. <laughs> Without plus 5, so 25. Oh. I'm very happy about this. Yes! <laughs> Alright, so Eddie, you would notice that aside from being volume 2, volume 1, inscribed in the front, uh, is titled To Summon the Hollow Soul. To Summon. Okay. And you would notice that the main theme recurring through this book to appease the hollow soul is that it's always hungry and every page that you're flipping through is some kind of ritual to feed it. And you're not sure if they mean actual food or humans or souls or it just says to feed. Uh, not... <laughs> hmm? <laughs> <laughs> um... It does indeed mean souls. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while some of the pages mention actual literal sacrifice, a lot of them seem to be as if the participant was willing. Okay. This, this can't be... What is this doing here? And as you're flipping through, you see a symbol over and over and over again. And you realize it's the word that you may have seen in a dream, just the primordial word, mine. Can like a spooky sort of, like the lights flicker or something? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just gonna like well, stand, like the like, like, <laughs> fire just like, like right there, like passed over the book. Wow. Assuming, uh, <laughs> I will. I will say that since you are the one controlling the light source in this room, yeah. as your heart <laughs> skips a beat for a moment, recognizing the gravity of what you're looking at, the light source does flicker, not off completely, just as if you jumped. <gasps> if anyone... for a light goes super stiff, also the second there's any change in environment, their whole body's just like attention. <laughs> Eddie just sort of looks over at uh, at Noct, and because I, I I assume so. I mean, they're still flipping through this book together, and obviously Eddie wouldn't pick up on the significance magically of these words. But since it is a language they can read, would they understand the word "mine" as well? Yeah, but it wouldn't exactly be the same connotation. Yeah, yeah you would the see language. the word. You know what the word is. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, but you I... can roll insight checks on Noct if you would like to. Yes, I would. Uh, Noct, if you want to try to play that off, you will need a deception check of some kind. No, I think he's he's sort of too shocked to actively hide anything. I rolled a 24 anyway. I rolled a 24. <laughs> wow, you know you're not also. <laughs> okay, yeah, something's up. Yeah, so that look, Eddie, kind of gives to Noct is very much like 
there's something in the way that that light flickered a second ago. Uh, they say, what, what do you know? This hollow soul that it keeps talking about. They, stuff about feeding it, feeding it souls. Uh, but not just any souls, like people are feeding themselves, they're willing participants to be consumed. And this, this symbol here, it doesn't translate exactly, but it means mine. Something, something wants to feed. I just, what could all this mean? Do I recognize the symbol at all? Like, I, I don't know that language, but no. It's, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the way the marks have been gouged into the page. It's I uns- mean, it's this could all be just a fiction. We don't, we don't know that this exists. Eddie's just going to shake their head <laughs> and then just look at the bookshelf and check to see if there's a volume three to this set. <laughs> God, I know how the story ends. <laughs> Frill is going to, oh, I was just going to say, Frill is going to kind of step sort of into everybody's space in like a supportive, I'm big and nervous and want to be close to everyone and want to support oh. everyone but I can't use my words, so I'm just going to sort of loom over you guys supportively. So those are the titles of the ones that seems like they've been pulled out more recently are all the other books around it of a similarly creepy nature. They aren't creepy. Uh, the ones that you can read in common and Elvish, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're on the more research side of life in general. Yeah. Um, there are a few about the longevity of trees. Some of them are if you wanted to carve through a mountain, how long it would take. You feel like the person who maybe used this enjoyed learning, but if they were here, it was a long time ago. And you can't make any connection of why they're there in the first place. It's a guess with your super high roll. Well, since Rowan is sad that that wasn't what made the bookshelf move, you said one of them seems like it was going to move, right? (laughs) The, The bookshelf itself, you think. Oh, okay. If uh, maybe when you were investigating, it looked like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, maybe if you pushed on it so hard okay. enough to the left. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and do that, pouting a little. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'd if we're finished uh, looking at the book, Noct is gonna put it in his robes and bring it with him because he's not letting this go. Yeah, that one's a little creepy. The bookshelf, it's hard to move. Do you want to make a strength check or ask for help or? Not just gonna look at Frill like yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind some help. Okay, uh, I think as long as someone has verbally asked Frill, Frill will step forward and do it. Probably, I can't imagine them not doing it. Between, you mean a pointed look with eyebrows isn't gonna move? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think they'll like pause for a second, like they would like to not do it, but also they're in this like I'm too nervous to say no, and also want to be supportive, and like the social pressure is more than the fear is. So, just a straight strength roll. To... <laughs> okay, I love how like because Frill is seven <laughs> foot one, the assumption is oh Frill can move it. Frill has a ten in strength, so they have no bonus. At all. <laughs> I, okay. But um, okay. what's the, is that one um, also a D20? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I'm still getting used to, okay, but they rolled, a, I rolled a 17. So Good. Yeah. 
it's only it, me that's getting terrible rules. <laughs> so, so before before Frill ro- sort of pushes the bookshelf, uh, Eddie's gonna grab volume one. There's that, no, it's not there. It's not there. Oh, oh okay. So that was volume one, but we just we just don't uh, know. That was volume two, but volume one is just not. Oh right, and it, it, was, it was listed in the in the second. You book. yeah, you read it when you yeah, opened the book. It. it said it in the front. Okay, cool. So uh, between the two of you, the bookshelf slides to the left. And what you see is a very large painting. The longer you look at it, the more you're not sure what to make of it. It is abstract. There are angry brushstrokes just tossed onto it. There are splatters of paint in different colors. And you're not sure what it's supposed to be, but you feel like it's supposed to be something. Can everybody roll me to investigation if you want to look at this weird painting? I do. I do want to look at it. That sounds questionable, but sure. That's going to go great. I got 19. 17. I got, what's 16? 18. 10. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, like, laugh so (laughs) disgustingly. (laughs) Knocked and Eddie, you're looking at this painting, and the paint is a bit off-putting so maybe you look around the frame and you see a signature and there's a name that Noct will recognize Elandro Valencia this woman sat on the council before your mother diamond Eddie if you had s- studied the council members maybe you've heard it in passing not even once but Noct would remember this name uh, Frill you will notice that the painting doesn't look like it belongs there. You kind of feel like you should move it. And I think Frill would say that out loud because I think needs social support. I think Frill is also going to look down at Polywog and say out loud, but like sort of quietly, literally, it doesn't look like it should be there. Should I move it? To their dog. Oh, <laughs> classic. Has there ever been a portrait of her that's gone missing or moved or, or, or is there? Who is she? Usual to keep um, portraits of people. It is it a portrait or is it just an abstract painting? It's an abstract painting. Not okay. just remember. He just recognized the name on it. Oh, I see. Okay. I think Frill is going to. <laughs> weirdly as though i mean actually frill can talk to animals so it's possible that polywog did respond but maybe no one else would know uh frill is going to reach out and touch the painting and then sort of look around at everyone else like should should i do should i move the thing polywog thinks i should move the thing should i move the thing sorry your, your dog thinks that you should move the painting I think I should move the painting, but Polywog concurs. Oh, just gives a bemused look at the dog. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you think that it's important. I should tell you all that this this isn't just any painting. This appears to have been painted by uh, the council member that came before my mother. I have no idea what it would be doing down here, but then I have no idea what any of this stuff is doing down here. I think Eddie would then kind of interject with something that uh, even to them after they say it, they're kind of like, um, they just say, 
Sounds like the council's up to some shady shit. I mean, let's not throw aspersions about that. We are very upstanding members of the council and, and we've never been involved in anything. And we've also never been... Unscrupulous. Built... Well, I mean, personally, I've never built a, a secret cavern in a giant tree that's been in a place for God knows how many years. I do nothing of this and I'm quite sure that my mothers did not either. Frills knocks that knocked and says, I'm pretty sure your moms know this room is here. They, they would have told me. Frell is going to look at Noct the way, like, when someone talks shit about someone else's parents and, like, the other good kid also looks at them like, oh, how dare that other 10-year-old say that your dad is a bitch? <laughs> like, that is the facial expression that, like, Frill is giving to Noct. Like, they're... Oh. Our parents are beautiful angels. How dare they? Um, Eddie just kind of looks at Rowan and then just slowly nods, even though they have no idea what Rowan's talking about. <laughs> the band is breaking up. <laughs> uh, Frill is going to slowly kind of pull the painting out of the space it's in, though, while this... While we're all, while we're all busy arguing. While we're arguing about our parents' respect. <laughs> <About> my parents. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Not my parents. As as the glares are flying, <laughs> Frill takes the edge of the painting. It's dainty compared to your hand, but it slides easily out of place and swings open. And inside, you see a hole in this tree. And inside of this hole are leather-bound scrolls. Well, that's just fabulous. Are the scrolls covered in dust? Yes. I figured. You would, yeah. you would just see check, that. Just checking. Do you want to investigate the scrolls? Please roll yeah. investigation. Yes. Mm. That's a natural 20. Whoa. <laughs> mm. Oh, you're going to find some sus ass. That's like 27. And he got a four. They're not done being sassy, apparently. They're not looking too hard at all. Oh my god, also Frill got a four probably because Frill is so still like, oh, like I touched the painting, I touched the painting. <laughs> oh my god, I touched the painting and also we're talking shit about our parents, like they're gonna materialize through the wall. <laughs> Eddie and Frill just kind of like look at each other as like opposing forces for a second and as friends they're both just like they're having that like friend like eye communication, like they're fighting through like eye contact, like I can't believe I can't believe you've done this. Like, I, can't you say that. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, <clears throat> Rowan. Sorry. <laughs> as, as the painting swings out of place, something about it catches your eye. Maybe it's the V on the signature that you didn't notice before. But you remember this. It was the symbol on the bangle of the woman who wanted to speak with you. But other than that, the scrolls? <laughs> I don't know if you react to that first, but you rolled really high and there's a lot here. <laughs> so, so the V on the signature, was that the start of the last name or just part of the middle of the name? It was, the, it was the last name. And something well, about the... Way it was Didn't read the name before. What was the name again? Because <laughs> uh, I wasn't the one who read it. <laughs> Elandro Valencia with a V. 
Honestly, I probably would like see it and just kind of like, okay, but just keep going for the moment. Mm -hmm. Rowan's not a very uh, outwardly emotional person normally. Oh, okay, let me go to my nose real quick and make sure I don't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the scrolls, you quickly realize if you start taking them out, looking at them, they're not, there's no secret trap, there's no code word, just real dusty, your hands feel gross trying to handle them. They open easily. And these are birth records for noble people in your city. Um, a lot of them you recognize instantly as a lot of the noble houses that own a lot of the land on the mountainside. You notice that there is one for Noct. There's news to Noct. <laughs> but there's a part of it that you're not sure if it's been smudged off. Um, it just, it, you can't read it. And you're not sure why. It just, well, there's his name, at least. Mothers are in there with their lineage branching upwards. And the more you look at this pile of scrolls, the more you feel like one of them is missing. Maybe it was the woman's name on the painting. Maybe it was the connection that she wanted you to find the dead. But something, something's wrong here. You move the scrolls. What do you do with them? I pass them over to everybody else. I specifically hand knocks to knocked, but I just kind of like, you know, take one at a time, like look at it, pass it back, look at it. Pass yeah. It. He Tell will. Everyone knows what we're finding. Yeah. He'll take it and he, he'll be sort of like, he'll turn away and be sort of studying his own, looking for something that might tell him something about himself. He's been waiting a long time to look at this document, so he will, everything else could be just noise to him at this point. <laughs> Bree, like, when, when the painting like swung open, did it come off the wall, or is it as though on hinges, like opened? Oh, it was on hinges. I probably okay. said the wrong word. Okay, no, 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 no. I just, I wanted to make sure Frill didn't have something in their hand before I started talking about them using their hands. Yeah, yeah no, they, they, were, they would have swung it open, okay. and it would lay kind of flat against the wall. Not totally. It is still a tree. Okay. Uh, Rowan, you would, with that, 27. <laughs> wow. Reach, reach into the tree. Just feeling along the back wall, similar to how you checked for the desk. and Gotta make sure I find everything. The same thing happens where you can see the edge of the tree. But your hand passes through and touches a scroll that you're not sure why you knew it was missing in the first place. What do you do? I grab it. I pull it out. It looks the same as the rest of them. The layer of dust, the same sort of leathery hide it's been inscribed on, and you open it up. And this time you do notice that just for a second, the ring on your finger, maybe it was the light, you're not sure. You open the scroll, and this is the name on the painting. This is her family tree, and it looks like she had two children. One, his name was Hyland. It doesn't have a death date, but he would probably be about 46, young for an elf, and about your age, you think, a daughter. Rowena, also no death date. Okay. 
What do you do? And that's the whole scroll is just a family tree. This isn't like a birth, like the same. It's it's not identical to Knox. It's a different type of. Well, it's it's still the the tree with the little branching. Okay. And it, it, there's nothing special about it. It's just the huge list of names. But it was. It doesn't hidden. have death dates for Alandro Valencia, does it? You're not sure why it wouldn't, since she did actually disappear. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. As all of the previous council members suddenly just yeah. gone. They're not confirmed dead. They're just gone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so the- it, yeah, doesn't have it there. Okay. Okay. I obviously mentally panic and then just pass it back like normal. Like I've been doing. The Decay of Steel Cove is produced by the 8U Crew, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at ITU Crew, and is edited by Pretty Ideal. The theme music is produced by Sassy Dragon, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at Sassy Dragon with two Ys. Game mastered by Bree, who can be found on Twitter at Pretty Ideal. Rowan is played by Laura, who can be found on Twitter at Leliana. Eddie is played by Rue, who can be found on Twitter at SinkSankSaki, and on Twitch at Asquilis. Noct is played by Rev, who can be found on Twitter at Reverie Terribly. Frill is played by Vixie, who can be found on Twitter at Vixie B.